Be sure to follow our show on Spotify and other podcast streaming services, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out unique video elements for each interview. Live from the slightly twisted deck bar, it's the Fuji Podcast with Justin Lamine. The Fuji Podcast is proudly sponsored by Cimarron Golf Club, located in Jacksonville, Florida, off County Road 210, just west of St. John's Parkway. In honor of Teacher Appreciation Week, please enjoy the following interview. And a big thank you to all the teachers out there that are going above and beyond during these difficult times, keeping your students as top priority. Happy to have this next guest join us on the show, a fourth grade teacher down in Central Florida in the Seminole County public school system. Uh, going to tell you a little bit today about what's been going on recently with the school shutting down. So thanks for being here, Mallory Walton. Thank you for having me, Justin. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and thanks for being here. I know uh, things are probably pretty hectic on your end, being a teacher kind of on the front lines of uh, the education, of course, for all the youth uh, in, in our uh, state and um, country and, and everything. Yeah. So um, you obviously have a very difficult job, and I'm sure all of this stuff going on has not made it any easier. Tell me a little bit, bit about what's been going on. Well, this all started when we actually started spring break. So we kind of just left school for the week thinking we'd be coming back. And then literally, I think it was the Saturday after we got off spring break, I got all of these emails saying, we're not coming back. And so I was getting emails from parents. I was getting emails from kids. Um, just it was very just the unknown at that point. Um, so that was kind of weird, just expecting to leave and have this awesome just spring break and then come back and being like, you're not going back. So that was kind of scary. And just oh, I just feel for the kids and families and everyone going through this right now. And uh, I guess as far as the parents go, like you mentioned, obviously parents are going to be concerned about the schools and, and their mm -hmm. kids education, things like that. Were you getting messages or any communication with the parents before you had any details about what was going on with the actual schools closing themselves? Um, no, I actually, I am very blessed this year with the parents and kiddos that I do have. Um, they kind of just stayed silent until information was put out from my district. Um, so I really respect that because I was still, I didn't know. I mean, I was, I'm part of the school system and I was left in the dark too. It wasn't until that like week of starting of digital learning that I was given information. So I was, I was very thankful for that. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of uncertainty kind of surrounding a lot of different industries, but mm -hmm. then when it came down to everyone being on spring break and then everyone coming back to school obviously people being in different parts of maybe the state, the city, the yeah. country, wherever it was, um, obviously a difficult thing to have to set up. So tell me about the transition from uh, spring break in-class teaching directly to virtual teaching. And, and tell me a little bit about that transition and how that's been on your end. Okay, so kids, for one, routine is big for them. So my biggest concern was them. Are they going to be able to do their lessons? Or are they going to keep up with their lessons? Um, so that was really concerning for me, the children as a whole. And parents, I mean, parents are at home working um, along with their kids having to keep up with their schoolwork. Um, so I feel for that completely. Um, so for digital learning, a lot of kids, let's say if they don't have a computer, the schools are letting them rent out one laptop for per family. But if you have a family with five kids and they all have to do their schoolwork, their lessons, that's tough. Um, so it's just figuring out the hardest part was how much to give them. 
So not too much to where they have to be on the computer all day long because what's, there's so much going out in the world right now. I mean, it's just being understanding of them and their family. And I think patience is the biggest thing. I mean, just being patient with each other. And thankfully, my parents have been patient with me. I've been patient with them. And I think that's kind of what's gotten us through it so far. The first few day was rough. Parents didn't know how to access their kids' work, where to access it. I mean, these kids are nine. <laughs> I have to remind myself that they're not adults. They are kids. Um, and it's just like they're learning something new. So I'm kind of have, I, you're familiar with eCampus from college, probably, right? Portal. And that's what I'm using with them. So it's just a whole new experience. Yeah, it definitely has to be a new experience. And obviously, um, you know, an accelerated situation. It kind of happened exactly. very quickly. There was no training behind it from your end mm -hmm. or for the kids' end. So everyone was kind of learning as they went. Exactly. In your opinion, what, were there any hesitations, I guess, from, from the teachers or the county or anything as far as these kids um, already being kind of well-versed in the digital aspect of, of their lives? Uh, was there any hesitations there like are these kids going to be able to focus I mean are they gonna are they gonna be using these laptops or these, these this time for learning for other things with you know YouTube or Netflix things like that there's always those even in the classroom those were some things that were a concern anyways because in the classroom we're lucky enough to have some technology and so that's always a concern so yes that is the concern I mean I noticed kids even on the computer but they're not doing work so I just have to reach out to the parent and be like, hey, please make sure they're doing this. I mean, I get it with everything going on. They just want to find a way to get through day to day, especially being stuck inside and just not used to their normal routine, seeing their friends, seeing me. I mean, I think the toughest part for me is the relationships with my kids. Like I'm very enthusiastic and I'm trying to show that as best as I can digitally because I feel like that is what builds the connection with me and my kiddos um, so you know yeah I think at, at that age especially you said like nine-year-olds in mm -hmm. fourth grade you kind of need that enthusiasm from a teacher to help make learning fun um, it's, exactly. right around, it's right around that time where kids start realizing you know wow this isn't building blocks and, and you know coloring sheets anymore this is getting into the serious stuff and you want to do your best as a teacher of course to, to make it a fun learning environment and these kids are now home and obviously um, with their parents who may be stressed as well with everything going on so now they're in an even higher stressed environment when they're used to like you mentioned with routine coming into the classrooms having friends to be hanging out with and, and seeing a smiling face from a few teachers so that has to be uh, a difficult situation from you and I know a lot of teachers do kind of rely on building that connection throughout the school year for that success. So how has it been, I guess, these past uh, few days, um, I guess, the futuristic outlook on this current school year and what does the future potentially hold for, uh, for schools here in the state? Well, I think it's actually gone very smoothly once now that kids and parents are used to it and myself for one. Um, I mean, I think that, I mean, ugh, it's just so, it's overwhelming still right now, just with everything going on. I mean, seeing them face to face, I've tried to kind of push that away because um, I joined this like Facebook PTA page for my school. And that was the biggest concern for parents is what if this teacher schedules a time to meet and my kid or I'm working during this time? Like, so I do it where I record myself teaching 
and then I post it because then I can still show my enthusiasm, keep kids engaged, but it's not like a scheduled out time. Um, I've been learning TikToks for my kids to kind of include my enthusiasm in there. <laughs> so that's been fun. <laughs> um, but I think, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if we're going to go back to school. I kind of feel like we're in that part where we're not going to go back to school. This will continue out until summer. Um, and that's I mean, gotta be, that's gotta be tough as a teacher, knowing that it may be, you may have already passed the last time that you've seen the kids as, exactly. you know, in class. So that has to be one of the biggest challenges for you. And I know being in the classroom as a whole is important, but what's exactly. it like kind of trying to get that one-on-one -on -one time, maybe with a student here or there, just to make sure, um, you know, they're staying focused. Um, it, I would assume, and obviously it's been quite some time since I've been in uh, a, I guess, grade school, but I remember how valuable that one-on-one -on -one time was, especially for maybe kids with um, some attention problems mm -hmm. uh, or issues with, with staying on track. What's it been like trying to still create that one-on-one -on -one connection? Um, well, I use email. Lucky this time around, they didn't have this when we were in school. Students had their own personal email set up through the district. So I'm always daily, I at least send each kid, I have 44 of them, I try to send them an email each day just to stay connected, be like, I'm still here, even though not physically, I'm still here virtually. Um, so I think every kiddo just needs that reassurance that even though they can't see me, I'm still there and supporting them. Um, I also use a chat. So everyone is in this chat so if they want to say hi I always write um, reassuring comments in there just to make sure like hey I am here um, so it's just saying those kind words being supportive letting them know I am here um, even through this tough time so I probably talk to all my kids on a daily basis and as a teacher this has to be a stressful time of course like we've discussed what are some of the things that you're doing personally just to kind of make sure that you're staying balanced um, and, and making sure you're not getting overwhelmed that maybe some other teachers out there that might watch this, you know, can maybe use to, to stay focused and uh, optimistic about the future. In the beginning, I would work from seven in the morning until eight at night. Um, that was the first couple of days just because it was new. Um, everyone was logging on at different times. So I had to, I felt like I had to always be actively on my computer. What I learned though is I can't do that or else I'm going to go crazy. So my best, best advice is to schedule those breaks. I mean, just like we do if we were at work, we have those breaks. Um, so I've kind of just set up times in the day, it varies, that I go and take a walk with my dog or I just mentally sit there, read a book, but it really is you have to make time to escape for yourself. I mean, you're doing everything you can for these kiddos, but bottom line, you have to take care of yourself or else you won't be able to help everyone else. Yeah, I do think it's very important, obviously, making sure you're taking care of your mental health um, mm -hmm. as a teacher, and then that can obviously uh, show through what you're able to provide for the kids through these difficult times. So, Mallory, I appreciate you being here. Uh, anything else you want to add before we let go here? No, I just appreciate all parents and them, like, they're really, uh, the love for teachers lately has been overwhelming, and I appreciate it so much. I love how everyone is being so supportive of each other, students, teachers, parents, and this, even though it's a crazy time, a sad time, a bittersweet time, it really has made everyone come together. Um, so I'm really lucky for that. 
Well, we definitely appreciate you and all teachers out there. We know it's a thank very difficult you. time. So uh, thank you for all that you do and continue staying optimistic and positive and, and we'll all get through this together. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me.